0: Hey y'all and welcome to Mother Tougher. I'm Lindsay, just your average mama who likes to keep it real. Let's get into the complicated, the hilarious, and the downright hard as we tackle being a tougher mother. Hey Mother Toughers and welcome to another week. I'm glad that y'all are here with me this week. I think one of the big things that I'm trying to push myself through in 2024 is to get things off my chest and say things when I need to say them and keep my mouth shut when I need to keep my mouth shut. And part of that, and this is something that I've learned in therapy, is to write it down, read it, and then burn it. So I'm going to encourage everybody this week to, if there is someone that has been weighing heavy on you in a negative light or in a negative way, to write them a letter. You don't have to send it. You don't have to read it to them. You don't even have to read it to somebody else, but to read it back to yourself and then throw it away and get that heaviness off of your chest. So I decided that I was going to write bio mom a letter. If you are a fellow stepmom, then you know that some of the challenges that come with being a stepmother and how difficult it can be especially if you have dealt with a high-conflict bio-mom. I have been dealing with a high-conflict bio-mom for a long time. And my oldest bonus daughter, my bonus daughters are 16 and 14 now. The oldest suffers from severe mental illness, um, partially due to trauma from her childhood, and then genetics, and then my 14-year-old still has visitation for a few hours every other weekend. At this time, the oldest does not have a relationship with bio mom. I have talked a little bit about my stepmother journey, my bonus mom journey, especially with it being a full-time role a few times in some different episodes. And you can jump back to those to find out even more. But I think in this letter, it's really going to lay out some more emotions. And I wanted to be blunt. If I could ever say this to bio mom then I would, but there unfortunately is no way because we're still in a negative space. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what I've been told to do and I'm going to write it down. But instead I will be vulnerable with all of y'all and read it. And I don't even think I'm going to burn it. I'm going to keep it in my episode notes and hold on to it just like I do any of my other episode notes, but I am going to preface this though <laughs> to that there may be pauses or editing that y'all may be able to notice either if I get emotional, because y'all know how I am, I get emotional, or if um, when I wrote this down the other night if I completely messed up grammar and I have to change it (laughs) because that does happen. I sat down for a little while and wrote this and it is lengthy, but anything that comes out of my mouth is lengthy, lengthy. So let's do this. By a mom. In writing this, my emotions are mixed because for one, I don't believe you deserve anything from me, but two, I feel there are so many things I need to get off my chest. Prior to meeting you, I had already been faced with your dramatics. Dates being cut short because you didn't know what else to do with the girls. Or... Plans having to change because you threatened to show up and ruin things, even for the girls. I wouldn't mention these if it weren't for the fact I heard you say these things and saw the text. I also know for years you and others tried to find bad things about me, but to your disappointment, you couldn't. I can understand how someone insecure about themselves and the things they had done would want to be joined in their misery. This furthers my understanding of why you had to make up lies to try to make me look bad. Fortunately, I was taught to rise above and didn't let it waver in meeting you. The day I met you, I saw right then the lost soul that you were and have continued to be. You wanted to state your claim over a family you had abandoned, over and over. You wanted to guarantee your place as the girl's mother, even though, shortly after you stepped away from all the responsibilities, you only wanted the title. As I picked up the pieces and took on those responsibilities you ran from, you gave your time to your abuser. The abuser you promised your kids to stay away from, but then secretly married. The abuser we had to save the kids from in the middle of the night, including one very early Christmas morning. The abuser you chose over your daughters, over and over. During this time, I was pregnant, but that didn't stop you from coaching your children to go against me deliver messages of your threats to hurt me, and telling them I will never care for them. But I was caring for them while you continued down a path of chasing men, drugs, and alcohol. I was getting the girls ready for school, pitcher days, dances, helping with homework, joining the PTA, showing up to events, participating in their lives. Just know, while you were trying to drag me down, I showed the girls how to overcome bullies. While you threatened me with physical harm, I taught the girls how a woman can protect themselves. While you made up lies about me, I showed the girls how to laugh in the face of negativity. While you showed the girls how men shouldn't treat women, my husband and I vowed to work even harder to show them how a healthy couple loves your cycle continued for years even with a new man or should i say abuser one you're still fighting with you tried to smear my husband's name for years but let's set some facts out you left you gave up physical custody in the first mediation You gave up legal custody and major decision-making in the second mediation. You have made numerous DSS false claims that hurt the girls. You have driven the girls while intoxicated. You abused alcohol while the girls were around. You smoked weed in front of the girls. You fought to keep taking the girls around someone they saw abuse you. But no matter what, the girls loved you until one spoke to a judge because she couldn't mentally handle it anymore. The same child is in and out of mental health facilities. The same child documents state the trauma from you being the root of most of her mental health challenges. This same child you haven't checked on unless it benefits you. Now your other child is growing distant from you. How much longer do you really think she will hang on? Then you had a baby with this horrible person. Your oldest was mad you would mess this new baby up too. Your now middle child is worried you can't properly take care of this baby. Rightfully so since DSS watched you. But you don't have to worry about those two oldest kids anymore, right? You're probably needing another break from being a mom. You're probably too busy for them now, even to check on them. You're probably just giving up again. But think about this. They probably need a break from the trauma you put them through. They probably are keeping themselves busy to fill the void you left. They probably will give up too. One day, you may see it all. One day, it will all be too late. Do know, I am grateful for your weakness has shown the girls and our family how strong we all are. I am grateful I get to be their mother, and I will forever know that role would have never happened if you didn't quit. I would have humbly taken the support role as stepmom if you had chosen to be a mother to them. I truly hope you are at peace with the loss of that role and losing that bond with two amazing girls, no matter the challenges. Through everything, I pray you find your way out of the darkness. Prayers and Light Lindsay In writing this letter, I felt that I needed to put so much of the trauma in there from the beginning and show towards the end of the letter how much strength that we have come to through going through all of this with her that we have overcome as a family together and it has made us stronger no matter the challenges with our oldest, no matter what she has to battle and no matter how hard that is and no matter how hard the decisions are that we have to go forward and making those decisions for her and for ourselves and for our other children, no matter what, We're all stronger because of the things that we've had to go through. And this has been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my entire life not writing the letter, but actually living the seven years of that letter. It has not been easy. At times, it has definitely not been fun. It is still challenging to this day. It's still heartbreaking to this day, but it is one of those things that getting it off my chest and putting it out there definitely feels so much better. When I go to upload this episode, I don't know how amazing I'll still feel because I think I'll be so nervous, That at some point she'll actually hear it and what her reactions really will be. I don't know how those who know me would perceive it. And at some point I need to let go of the worries of other people's perceptions and focus on myself and what I need to do for me. And that is what I'm going into in 2024. And I encourage all of y'all to do the same. Write it down, burn it, read it, send it, whatever you need to do, speak it into a microphone and upload it for everyone to hear at some point in time. Whatever you need to do to overcome whatever you feel like you need to just... Lift off your chest, get that weight off, let it go as much as you can. This is something that I don't think, even writing this letter and reading it, I'll be able to let go. But I think being able to get it off my chest takes that weight and that heaviness away, and that's so important. And I think as stepmoms, we sometimes stifle our emotions so much because we see ourselves as a support as second as number 2 and sometimes we need to start looking at ourselves as number 1 instead of second to anybody else we are a person and a parent in some form or fashion in in that role that we play. (laughs) On a very popular stepmom group on Facebook, the main person asked if people like to be called stepmom or bonus mom. And I answered, I don't like being called either. I just want to be called a parent. I don't care to be called stepmom." I don't care to be called bonus mom. I don't care for a nickname. I don't care if someone calls me by my first name. I don't care what anybody calls me, but I want to be seen as a parent. I want to be regarded as such. I want people to actually see my role and something I recently did in trying to justify how big of a role I play in my oldest bonus daughter's life is like I had to justify to the doctors and nurses and therapists that I was like one of the main people taking care of her and doing all of her visits and I had all this information and I told my husband this like afterwards I was like I feel like I have to justify myself like as my place as a parent and he's like you don't need to. He goes, we all know, like, what a huge role you play. We all know that you are her real mom. No matter who gave birth to her, no matter who, you know, is underneath the line of mother on the birth certificate, you're her mother. You're the one that's taking care of her every day and taking care of all her needs, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how many days we throw our hands up, and we want to walk away from someone or something, we're like, ah, but we come back and we do it all over again, and that's the difference between the ones that walk away and the ones that step up. So, if you do anything this year, be bolder, be tougher, be more blunt, get things off your chest, you can do this. We're all mother toughers. I hope this gave you some sort of encouragement this week to push yourselves through something hard. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I hope you take an hour, not even if if that, out of your week and write a letter and get something off of your chest. Be sure to jump over into the discussion at Mother Tougher Podcast on Instagram, and I will see y'all next week. Bye, Mother Toughers.